Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Navigating Your Career. I like to think of a career as an ocean liner that has navigated through calm waters, smooth seas, storms, and all sorts of other weather. Even an ocean liner, with all of the best compasses, maps, and charts, can lose its course. It can stray from its intended destination. The trick for the captain is to make course corrections and get to the destination. Equally important is the need to stop along the journey. Some stops are for getting provisions. Other stops are for getting fuel. Yet other stops are for visiting interesting ports. You can probably tell that I really like cruising, and I promise not to wear out the ocean liner analogies during this podcast. Starting your career navigation requires you to think about your personal why. Why do you want to go wherever you want to go? Why are you making changes? Why do you do what you do? Answering these why questions will help you discover your career purpose. Your purpose is unique. Don't compare where you are going with where other people are going. Your purpose is yours and yours alone. Let's talk about your destination. Where are you headed? The career navigation begins with having a destination in mind. This is not to say that you have to stick to that destination. You get to change your mind and redirect your course. I started college wanting to be a lawyer. Who knew I would wind up in the wonderful world of leadership and organization development? It just so happened I went to a huge seminar, saw the presenter, and said to myself, I could do that. The timing was perfect because I had a job that I hated. I was very open to charting a new course. I had very supportive parents who encouraged me to dream new dreams. I say all of this to reinforce the fact that your initial intended destination can change. As you think about your intended destination, think about why you're heading there. Is it for you or is it to fulfill someone else's expectations of you? Is it solely for money, adulation, and recognition? Is it for service and altruism? Whatever your reasons for heading to that destination, be honest with yourself about the motivation. Be certain that your motivations are clear to you. They don't have to be clear to anyone else, just to you. It's also important to be sure that your motivations are in alignment with your core values. If there are misalignments, you may be able to move forward but you will be disconnected from your core. That's a recipe for disaster. Take the time to reflect 
and analyze your core values so that you can be sure you're acting in alignment with them. I want to be clear with what I mean by core values. They define what we care about in any situation. They're the rubrics or the measures that we use to evaluate our decisions. Core values are the principles that we live by. They may not always be clear to us. That's why I suggest spending quiet time to reflect on them and to identify the top three. It's hard to narrow all of our values down to three, but forcing ourselves to do that makes them crystal clear. Another thought on core values, they should guide us in weighing our alternatives and determining which consequences we can live with, which consequences are most desirable and in alignment with our essence. Back to my ocean liner, Thus far, you've identified your destination with the understanding that you can change your mind and chart a new course. You may decide to chart a new course after spending time identifying your core values. Having a better understanding of your core values will help you have a deeper understanding of your motivations in directing your career. As you continue to think about your career and where you want to direct it, it's important to remember that you get to have multiple careers in your lifetime. There can be first careers, second careers, third careers, fourth careers. You get to reinvent yourself as many times as necessary. Remember, you have limitless options at any stage of your life and your career. You get to morph into your next new self. Give yourself the mental freedom to accept that. Allow yourself to liberate your thinking so that you can direct your ship when you want to and when you need to. Once you know where you're headed, the preparation starts. Of course, you need to be prepared in terms of education, experience, and required certifications. That's the basic foundation. Be sure that you have these basic qualifications for your intended career move. If you don't, you probably won't get past go. Take the time to investigate the foundational requirements and be sure that you meet or exceed them. If you don't, get back in the classroom, get special assignments at work, get certifications. Do what you need to do to get prepared. Develop a plan and execute it with stops for gas, for provisions, for sightseeing along the way. Let's talk about your plan. The plan can be a one-year plan or longer. It depends on your intention. And it really starts with that preparation. Preparation includes research. I am a big believer in doing a lot of research. One of the reasons I really enjoyed graduate school was the research. Okay, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. Let me get back to your preparation. Take the time to investigate the destination that you're seeking. What are the pros and cons of the career move that you want to make? What are the pros and cons of the career that you want to build? You have to think strategically and you have to prepare in the same way. Now, 
Preparation includes more than just cursory knowledge about a company or a job. It includes researching the leaders in the field or the industry. What positions are they taking on any controversial issues? What have they done, positive or negative, that makes them stand out? Thinking about the industry you're exploring and what's going on gives you more insights. If you're shooting for a position in a particular company, be sure that you learn about the company's strategies, their successes, and their failures. Use your network to meet key people who can offer insider insights on life in that organization. If you want to move up in your current position or company, it's still important to research. What are the trends? What are the threats to your company or field? Who's leading and who's lagging? The other research that's important in large organizations is understanding the nuances and politics of the position you're shooting for. Who are the influencers? Who do you need to cultivate a relationship with to be considered a serious contender? I know this challenges the notion that there's no shadow side to promotions, advancements, or other opportunities. But we all know that there are relationships, politics, unspoken rules, and informal norms that dictate access to positions. Your research should include these things. Ask questions, not obvious questions that people will think you're nosy from you asking. Ask questions that make it clear that you want to understand and explore lots of different options. When you go deeper in your preparation and your research, you may find that what you thought you wanted isn't what you really want. Failing to do the research can be disappointing. You can wind up in a less than desirable position. I can tell you that this has happened to me. I accepted a faculty position and thought it was everything that I wanted. I was sure that it was a great fit for the university and that it was a great fit for me. Had I done my research, I would have learned that there was a reason for the chair leaving. There was a reason for the provost leaving. There was a reason that tenured faculty were retiring. I didn't do enough research about the culture, the transitions, the challenges, and the changes at the institution. It turned out not to be a great fit for me. It wasn't fulfilling and gave me lots and lots of gray hair. What else do you need to do to prepare? Expand your professional network. Make sure that you know people who can have a positive influence on your career. Make sure that you've established a solid reputation. Work on getting to know influencers and decision makers who can open doors for you. Position yourself as a contributor who adds value. Don't be a leech who drains a network. Focus as much on what you can give as what you can get. Remember that preparation is an ongoing process. You'll continue to learn and grow throughout your career. I see lifelong learning as an important strategy for remaining relevant in any career and at every stage of your career. 
Intentionally seeking opportunities to learn new skills is critical. Constantly add to your toolbox. That makes you more valuable in your current position and more likely to get your next. Never stop learning. It's critical to career success and a key to a fulfilling life. Moving to the last phases of navigating your career, planning and action. A career plan is like a navigational chart. It's got to be adjusted based on the weather conditions. What I mean is you'll be flexible, agile, and resilient. I'm going to cover the basic elements of a career plan. We've already addressed the foundation. You've identified your purpose, your intended destination, and your core values. You've done the preparation required to move your career forward. Moving on to the plan. The plan encapsulates the steps that you need to move beyond purpose, destination, core values, and initial prep. I want to go over the essential elements of the plan. I'd like to just read them to you first, and then we'll go into greater detail. So they are clear objectives, supporting goals, experience enhancement, civic engagement, and strategic positioning. Beginning with clear objectives. Use the discovery that you did in refining and defining your purpose and intended destination to develop a succinct, meaningful statement that captures your overall objective. My career objective is to continue to refine my skills as a consultant specializing in leadership and organization development. Supporting goals. Draft a series of clear goals that are focused and support your objectives. One of my career goals is to serve on a corporate board. My why for board service is that my skills and experiences gained through so many years of consulting can help an enterprise with its strategy and growth. Another goal for me is to continue learning about virtual tools for delivering my services. That includes podcasts like this, my enhanced YouTube channel, and delivering very substantive leadership learning through various virtual platforms. Up next is experience enhancement. Getting to the next step or reinventing yourself means that you have to be thoughtful about seeking new experiences. These are the experiences that really prepare you. This means that you have an understanding of what's required for your next step. I often suggest that people get the job descriptions or ads for the jobs they want. I tell them, highlight the experiences that you've already had and what's required for the job in one color. Then highlight the experiences that you need to have in another. I then ask them to find ways to get the additional experiences. This may mean volunteering for additional projects at work. It may mean serving in a professional association. Do what's necessary to get the experiences that will make you a viable candidate for your next move. Let's face it, 
Building a strong resume or CV requires a wide range of experiences. Use this part of your plan to identify the specific experiences, exposures, and activities that will move you in the direction of your career objectives and goals. Civic engagement. I'm a big believer in being involved in service to the larger world. I think a strong resume, a strong prospect for promotion, a viable candidate for new opportunities is a person who is actively serving in their community. I freely admit that this is my bias. Broad-based connections in your community are important not just for networking, but also for developing an awareness of the world outside of your work. Include specific activities to connect you to your community in your career plan. Strategic positioning. I like to have a strategic positioning statement as part of a career plan. Consider yourself a product to be positioned in the marketplace. This is where you'll identify the specific activities that you'll undertake to distinctly position yourself among your peers. For instance, if you're a leading neurologist in headache medicine like Dr. Cynthia E. Armand, you may take some of the steps that she's taken. She's been very involved in her professional association, the American Headache Society. She became chair of the underserved populations section of that society. She mentors in their Emerging Leaders Program. She serves on the social media committee. Because Dr. Armand has been strategic in her approach to managing her career, she's come to the attention of her peers in neurology. She was tapped to serve as the web editor for the American Medical Association's neurology journal, JAMA Neurology. It's important to note that Dr. Armand did not go out looking for the coveted editor position. They came to her because she's been thoughtful about strategic positioning. We can all learn lessons from Dr. Armand. I want to do a quick summary of the elements of your plan. Clear objectives, supporting goals, experience enhancement, civic engagement, strategic positioning. We've covered a lot in this podcast. I began with my ocean liner analogy, and I'm going to wrap it up with that. As you navigate to whatever destination you're seeking, take time to enjoy the stops along the way. Make time to refuel, to get provisions, and to sightsee. Build relationships, build your skills, and find joy on your journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world. Thank you.